welcome to your Mind is Trying to Kill You podcast. Join your host, Alexandros Megas, and co-host Vincent Byrne, as they walk you through the deepest recesses of the mind and how it operates. They discuss all the reasons why our minds persistently get in the way of our evolution, growth, and our success. But crucially, they also teach you what you can do to change your destiny. And now, here's your host, Alexandros Megas. Welcome to the 28th, I believe it is, episode of the Your Mind is Trying to Kill You podcast. I am your host, Alexandros Megas. And I'm your co-host, Vincent Byrne. And today, once again, I will have the the rational brains of this duo present the question mark. Vincent? Okay. So uh, we hear a lot about mindset and uh, we've never actually discussed it specifically. So I thought a good topic for today would be to discuss what is mindset or is it just another buzzword that people use that doesn't have any particular meaning um, or is it a thing? What, what's your thoughts on that? So mindset. I mean, if we just examine the word, uh, the word meaning in and of itself is wherever your mind is set, right? So it's as if the mind had uh, different kinds of uh, settings, you know, like a computer or a, or a device, and then you choose your setting, the setting that... Uh, you are happy with and that worked for you right mindset so that is what mindset is uh it's i want to say mind uh ultimately once again we've said that many times we are talking about the subconscious mind which is our pure regulator and uh Wherever your mind is set, your subconscious mind is set, this is where you're going. This is your inner GPS. This is what gets you forward to towards a, a winning battle or a losing one. So, so then, you know, the mindset, of course, is, I, th- I believe, the most important thing. And I, no, I don't believe that. I have, I have proof for it. I have found out so many times on my own that this is the case so it is extremely important to know how to regulate that thing because otherwise it's going to be like one of those uh roomba uh vacuums you know those things <laughs> where no. they they just they're supposedly ai so you just set them loose and then they go and find uh, around the room uh, oh, okay. They go everywhere, you know. Like they they examine wherever there's dust or whatever. <laughs> they take care of it. Oh, okay. But they, you know, it's like if you have it at a default setting, 
you know, the Roomba is going to go and just bump up against the wall <laughs> perpetually, you know? So you have, well, usually, uh, I'd say the pro settings are always manual settings. It's like using my camera, you know, it's like using anything. You don't want to step, you don't want to have your device on auto, on default, right? Because you don't want arbitrary solutions. You don't want the device to choose for you uh, what the proposed direction will be because, because this is not necessarily when you want to go. And the device, your subconscious mind that is being primarily run by programs, as we've said so many times ago, I mean, so many times already. If we let it choose, if we put it on autopilot, if we put it on default mode, it's going to take us in all the places that we don't want to go, which is what most of us are experiencing. What most people, a lot of people, most people, I'd say, are experiencing all their lives. You know, and, and of course, the more your mindset is on default, uh, the stronger that uh, set setting becomes and the more disastrous the results. So, so, so mindset is a thing and it is ostensibly the, uh, it's the, it's the GPS settings for the direction you want to go in and, and how you want to behave. Is, is, is that correct? Yes, very correct. And in terms of when you talk about the default settings, you're talking about how based on the programming that we've taken in from all around us as we've grown up, um, that the settings are essentially set by outside influences rather than we taking, um, taking the initiative and realizing in the first place that we can set them. And on the other side, actually doing something about it once we, we realize it. Yes, that's perfectly correct. So the problem here is that, as you said, most of us don't even know. See, it's, it's one thing to know that you're on default setting. And another thing to have no idea that there are other settings there. So... Uh, I'd say most people, it would be safe to say that most people don't even know that there's a default setting, that there's any settings. They, uh, they believe that whatever the, you know, whatever the device comes with, uh, whatever the device comes with from the, the manufacturer is the only setting there is. Okay. But of course, the more we learn about ourselves and about all this, amazing science of the mind, the more we realize that this couldn't be further from the truth. As a matter of fact, I would say that I have found by uh, testing and counter-testing uh, all this stuff over the years that there is a reality that doesn't exist as a cemented reality the reality that we experience is all connected to how far we allow 
uh, our mindset to run, if that makes any sense. Imagine that that mindset, that uh, setting that you have, the pro setting that you have, which is manual, fully manual, which means you can actually set it according to your needs. Uh, but usually, you know, if, even if we have an expensive camera, we find that uh, th these settings have limitations. Mm. But here's what happens next. If a few months later, uh, the, the company, the brand uh, that uh, manufactured your camera has what we, what do we call that? Um, uh, updates, a firmware, firmware updates, mm. right? And and within those firmware updates, they tell you that se several settings, several limitations that were there before uh, have been overcome now. So you don't have those, so you can go push it further. So I would take this as an appropriate analogy for the nature of our reality. Our reality is uh, as presented, projected by our mindset, which is the, the creator slash projector of this movie we call our lives. So the more the mind expands itself, the more your consciousness, your awareness expand, the more you realize that, oops, you know, I could do that. Oh, I didn't know I could do that. Now I know I can do that. And by knowing that I can do that, instantly, I have set myself, I, I have actually pressed the button to the new location that the GPS is now beginning to navigate me towards. Does this okay. make sense? Yeah, it does. I, I mean, I think the... Um You usually hear it a lot in, in a sporting context um, where people are described as having a positive mindset um, or a winner's mindset or um, they have a very focused mindset uh, or on the other side, a very negative one. Um, and so it tends to be, if you're using the camera analogy and the little that I know about cameras is it's like as if those settings are a little bit like the ones where you have the, the little picture of the sun or cloud or something running and you, you switch it to those and the camera does all the rest. Uh, the very, very auto uh, kind of settings. And that typically is what people talk about when they're talking about mindset. It's very limited. So if you were to break it down and continuing with the, the, the uh, photography analogy, I mean, what are the settings that we can actually change? What can we set? And what are the kind of areas that, that we could break this down into so as to build up a, um, uh, it's not so much a picture of where you want to go. We're really setting the, the instruments for the direction that we want to go and the life that we want to create. So what are the areas that we would break it into? I'll give you an example that I've been thinking about a lot lately. Because I have been having a recent firmware update on my device. Uh, and th that's 
pertinent to a lot of people that are spiritually inclined, let's say, right? So we have been indoctrinated over the years to believe that spirituality, right? Spirituality is uh, denying the material world or thinking that, oh, you know, we're like beyond that. The material world is bullshit because we're spiritual and we're like 5D or whatever. So people that are spiritual have been generally programmed to believe that wanting prosperity, wanting to have money and wanting to have nice things is actually going against their spiritual progress. Now, this is what I have found out about that. Now, not only is this concept bullshit, but it is the exact inversion of what is really going on, which of course one cannot realize unless they have that mindset expansion. Other people call that frequency, change of frequency or, um, you know, consciousness, uh, however you want to name it, label it. But here's the thing. I believe that prosperity is the door to enlightenment. It's the main door to enlightenment. And for some people, that may be a bold statement, but it's 100% true. And I will tell you why. The mind is always preoccupied with whatever it needs to resolve, right? Whatever it feels like it needs to resolve at any given moment. Because it's trying to help us. It's trying to protect us. Uh, it's trying to do the right thing. <laughs> it's trying to do its job. Unfortunately, as we know, it's unable to do its job properly if it's on autopilot. Because it cannot discern what's really good for us and what's bad for us there's no it, it just takes commands right it takes it's like a, it's like a servant you know you can't let the servant serve you whatever they want so is it, it so is it fair to say that that it's like um when it's on autopilot like that and it's coming and the programming is coming in from outside that it's been programmed with a kind of a a generalized setting as distinct from an individual setting, absolutely, one hundred percent. So, so we're getting we're getting settings, as it were, that um, are a, a bit like using a camera. It's a, it's like picking up your iPhone and using it just to take whatever photograph that it produces. But it's um, and that's the same for everybody. But it's only when you get in and take the settings and get in behind them that you can start to actually create. The photographs that you want to create from an individual point of view and it's a little bit like that with our lives is that a fair analogy it's a lot like it's i would say it's identical to how yeah. our okay. lives and our minds work so uh prosperity is the door to enlightenment means what it means that if your mind is preoccupied with what you don't have right if you don't have to pay enough money to pay your rent if your family is going hungry what will your mind be preoccupied with will will it be will can it ever be preoccupied with uh, meditating or or uh, you know having 
primarily thoughts of expansion or, or you know other universes or intelligent life out there or communicating or expanding your thoughts or finding out um, you know in how many ways we can increase our concentration and our focus and all this kind of stuff no because it is quite literally uh, putting its attention on what on the base chakra chakra primarily you know we're talking about the root chakra it's about uh it's about survival so the more it's preoccupied with that with survival it cannot step up to the next levels where all the awareness expansion and consciousness expansion reside makes sense yeah so unless you have solved the problem of basic survival unless you don't even have to worry about it uh, you cannot progress spiritually and of course i'm putting a parenthesis there if you're like one of those gurus where like oh, i don't give a shit i'm just gonna sit here in tibet and and meditate all day and eat air if you if you're that kind of person then i guess i'd say good good for you but unfortunately the rest of us need to function in a three, 3D world uh, during the day as well, right? I suppose there's another aspect to it as well, is that if you, if you go about the solving of the problem of your, um, you know, lack of food or lack of money, um, or even moving from a low base to a higher base, then by its nature, you're uh, engaging, using the faculties and bringing into effect the powers of manifestation and creation as you as you move up this level in order to give yourself the um, the degree of luxury, I suppose, that's necessary in order to start moving to the next level and contemplating these um, loftier things, I suppose. Right. So everything that's happening, everything that's happening. See, um, I was having a conversation with a friend of mine who's having difficulties uh, with everything he's trying to do. Like for years, like he's trying to do stuff that it, it's, it's always the best effort. It's always like really, like he puts his integrity in there, works really hard, um, does all the right things, and then something goes wrong. And, uh, and 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 then, but here's the thing. And then I was was talking about that with him, and and discussing his perspective of why that happens. And and he's like, well, you know, I would have done that, but you know, the virus thing showed up, or uh, you know, the the taxation uh, laws changed, and every every it's everything that's happening in his life would have happened. He's doing it perfectly, but the reason why it's not manifesting is because of some other external reason, right? And uh, I had to stop them there and, and give him an insight of the fact that all these external blocks, all these external hurdles, obstacles are there because of our internal mindset. And they are there because 
uh, we accept. I, I told him you are excusing yourself because something out of your control happened and incapacitated you. Do, do you see how that can be yeah. detrimental? You're excusing it, but you're like, well, you know, it was out of my hands. I did the best I could. And I mean, mm. we've we've talked about how tricky and what an asshole the subconscious mind can be uh, because it's a creature of comfort. It's going to do the least amount possible unless it doesn't feel like there's any other possibility, right? Or unless mm. it really can see and, and grasp and visualize all the major rewards of play and pleasure and all these, you know, gifts and goodies uh, that it can get out of the perceived manifested situation. So when things go wrong, don't stop there. When things go wrong and you get stopped, don't be like, oh, well, fuck, what are you going to do? I did the best I could. And this is how most people quit because they find they find and they find that oh you know i've done this and then i've done that then i've done that other thing and that other thing and i kept doing it and i kept failing and fuck it man what else can i do <laughs> and then they quit but what if you had the perspective that you keep on failing because your reaction to the outcome is instructing your mindset to act in a different way, to act in, a, a, you know, um, option A or option B. Because if the mindset, if your subconscious mind knew that there's no way, in other words, in other words, there's be like Mrs. or Mrs. <laughs> subconscious mind, this is how it's going to go, all right? Either you clear the road for me to get there, that I need to get to, or I will have you work day and night. I will have you work forever. So I will not allow you to rest. You see, this is uh, <clears throat> speaking, this is the, the, the expression of a commander, of, of mm. someone who's leading that instrument, that fine, beautiful, magical instrument, but an instrument nonetheless. So as opposed to have it go the other way around. So when the mind knows that, whoops, you know, I'm exposed now, fuck it. I can't, I might as well get it done. So let's start taking the steps, you know, just like a child, he will try to get away from the, from, from fulfilling the task. Right? This is your homework. Oh, I did it. You know, no, you cheated. You just read the answers. Oh, fuck. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> so, so it is, it is very important to realize that every time we get stopped, the circumstances will feel perfectly justified for us to quit. But it will just be another trick. You know what I mean? Unless you're dead. <laughs> if you die, like, oh, okay, fine. That's where I draw the line. <laughs> uh, right? What do you think? I get that. I think that um, it's too easy for us to fall into the victim place, into the victim mode. 
and say that we tried um, and because we tried then that was good enough and as a result of it not coming off the way we wanted to then go back to a place where we say well maybe it would have worked if this had gone well for me or maybe it would have worked if that had gone well for me but I'm just actually going to go back to my comfort place and I'm going to go back to the place that I knew I was probably um, it was probably dangerous of me to um, and presumptuous of me to uh, attempt to think that I could do better I mean I think all of those I, I've had all of those those thoughts those ideas uh, when I've tried something and it hasn't worked and I think part of it is in the language that we use which is that I tried I, I listened used to listen a lot to a coach called Steve Chandler and he would say um, I'd like you to try and lift that book up off the table and someone would lift it up he said no 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 I don't want you to lift it I want you to try and lift it and he said when you give the command that you're going to try it's not actually the command to do so many of us actually get locked in this idea of trying and not the idea of doing so it fits very nicely into what you just said yeah it's, it's, ab absolutely yeah. yeah brilliantly said and of course uh, once again the the mind the subconscious mind will take that opportunity because it's smart in this sense and cunning you know like oh you want me to try of course uh, oh, shit, i tried you know it didn't work when when you actually tell it to try when you say i'll try and do something you give full 100 percent permission to your mind to fail you yeah and of course, it's going to take it. Why Why not? Of course, it's going to take it. Why is it going to take it? Because it doesn't know that it's hurting you. It has no idea that it's hurting you by taking that option. It's just trying to conserve energy, right? We talked about that in the past. It's trying to conserve energy. Oh, this doofus doesn't really want to do that thing. So that's why he's using this language, strict language. I'm trying to try. Okay, well, that that must mean that he's not really into, he doesn't really want me to work for real and make this a reality. You must be playing. That must be a game. He's calling my bluff or whatever. Well, he, he he's saying, I don't want you to do it. I just want you to try to do it. And if you just try to do it, then you'll have ticked the box of what the command was or what the instruction was, as distinct from doing it, which is following through completely and overcoming whatever might need to be overcome along the way. That's right. So, so it's, it's, um, it thinks it's done a good job because it's tried. Mm -hmm. um, and, and therefore, why put any more into it? And that's where we always say that it is so extremely important to use the correct language all the time, not just verbally speaking, but, you know, the, the internal language as well, of course. So um, the subconscious mind is 100% literal. 
right? Uh, so it will listen very attentively to what it is that you're telling it to be or do. And uh, it will do that. So most people don't know how to listen. See, most people are like, oh, you know, you, yeah, and me, of course, I, I've trained my mind to detect this kind of things all the time. Now, there, there's no way someone's going to say something and uh, I won't see whether or not that sounds proper for me. And, you know, many times, of course, I will, uh, if someone else says something that I think is creating, is um, liable to create the opposite of what it is that they allegedly want to create, I will tell them what I think. Of course, you know, you can't, you can't make people abide by your words, but, uh, any, you know, anytime I, I can help, I offer my help. Unsolicited. <laughs> Why, look, uh, if someone doesn't want my opinion, I mean, if someone that I care about, right? I'm not going to do that for a person down the street. But if, if it's someone that I care about, I'm going to offer my insight. And it's up to them to take it or leave it, right? Yeah. As opposed to not offering it, which is a lose-lose situation, always. So you have people being like, oh, how you doing? How, you, how are you, my friend? Ah, uh, same shit, different day, you know. And people think, people think that this is just a statement, you know. That ah, uh, people say that, people say that, and and of course they don't understand what that statement creates. What does that statement create? I mean, let's dissect it for a moment. Same shit, which means not only is it shit. But it's the same. It's, it's the shitty situation doesn't change at all. Perpetually the same. It's the same shit. I mean, at least I would be more content to have, uh, you know, fluctuating shit. <laughs> but no, it's the same shit. And it's it's just a different day. My life is stagnant. My life is static. My life is shit. My life is non-changing shit at that. Do you see? This is a command. And people do that all day long. They think it's funny. And the, and the, the other thing is that the way that they say it suggests that they're accepting of that. Right. Because how else that, could it be? Yeah, that, that's the implicit thing. And that's where the real damage is, I suppose. If, if someone was angry about it and was you know, looking to do something about it, then they wouldn't actually put it in that way. It, it, it might be it's shit at the minute, but I'm really looking to do something about this and I'm doing this and I'm doing this and I'm doing this or whatever, but something of real intent. Whereas the other one, it's almost a, re a resignation. Exactly. Uh, so, you know, we've, we've uh, proposed that challenge before for people to, to be taking notes, maybe literally, you know, have a little notebook with you or your phone even. And uh, you can have a little, uh, one of those uh, sound notes, right? Yeah. And every time you catch yourself saying, oh, I said so-and-so, 
And, and then you, you find out how many times the, the words and the, the phrases that you use describe a situation that is counter to the situation that you allegedly want to create, mm. right? Yeah. So, so, it's like a bit yeah. like a swear jar. <laughs> yes, I like that. That's awesome. That is actually a really good idea. That's brilliant. And, and that, could be, that could be amazing every time you catch yourself do that. Or anybody else in the family, I guess. They put a, a dollar in the jar or whatever. Or, or a, what is it, a euro? For, it's like a pound. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. So it is time for us to wake up, man. There's the, the brilliant insight, um, as far as I'm concerned, that I discovered without, within me. Uh, during my latest firmware upgrade was the idea that it's not okay to just be having a good life. You see, because I could say right now, I could say, you know what? As far as I'm concerned, right now, right this moment, I have created everything that I set out to create. Right? I have a beautiful life. I have everything I want. I have a beautiful family. I have a beautiful house, you know, property. Uh, I've learned how to take care of, of myself, create my own food for the most part, you know, do all these things. I have a, a studio. I can create music. I'm creating all my art. I, you know what I mean? I, I, I don't have to do anything I don't want to do. Boom! Bingo! I'm done! <laughs> you! No, you're not done! Because now, the fact that you are here now indicates that you are preparing yourself for your next firmware update. You see? There is no... You can never say that I'm done. And if you say that I'm done, you are setting yourself up for major disasters. You have to be, I don't care if you're like, a, if you, you know, the moment you make your million, which is going to be very soon, uh, you can be like, oh, you know, I wanted a million. I got it. Thank you. Let's go to the bar. So, you know what I mean? So you can't, you can't, because that moment is the moment that a new pocket of new energy has unlocked itself. It's like a, a video game. Right? And you've been trying for uh, years to just break through that very, very challenging level. And the, you did it. You just did it. Now what's what's next? Oh, brand new challenges. Brand new challenges. Because now you have to go further up. You have to keep on perfecting your game. You have to keep on evolving. You have to keep on getting better and better. You have to keep moving. Of course. But I mean, with moving, I don't just say moving, because to me, this is another trigger word. Because you can move okay. towards the shitter. You know what I mean? It's like, okay. So there's all kinds of directions to move. But you have to be moving upwards and forwards. Moving towards um, progression. Towards progress. Towards... Uh, new conquering new grounds. Mm.
So continually stretching yourself, continually pushing towards something new and expansive and encountering. And, and uh, I think the thing that people say, it's like when people sort of uh, talk about winning the lottery. It's they think that all their problems will go away and that's what they want. When in reality, all it does is create a whole load of new problems. It's just that you've got a lot of money you know, in your bank account. And uh, sometimes those problems can be solved with some of that money and other times they can't. But the problems are always going to be there. And as we talked before, Mark Manson, who wrote The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck, uh, says it's either the pile of shit in front of you that you, uh, that, that you confront because you're moving forward, because you're getting out and about and wanting to move ahead, or it's the one that, sit, that confronts you because you're just sitting in your bedroom trying to avoid having any challenges like that. Either way, they're going to show up. And it's a question of from which perspective do you want to deal with it? Do you want to be moving forward or do you want to be just sitting in your room having to confront all this stuff? That's right, because the pain will come yeah, uh, yeah. At, all, at all at all points you see so do, do you want do you want the pain of growth do you want growing pains or do you want the pain of stagnation and, and misery mm. because yeah. the, the, the the subconscious mind will seek to as we know is is a problem solver right so you will seek to solve problems if you don't give it bigger problems to occupy itself with it will start creating problems for you, even when seemingly there were no problems. Because, you know, we've talked about that. It's like the, the idle child. You know, keep the child there without giving them something to occupy their creativity and their time and have them be challenged physically or mentally. Uh, and, and they will, you know, come up with some other shit. Like, let's find where daddy keeps yeah. the gun <laughs> yeah or the matches <laughs> the matches <laughs> yeah right so and that's exactly how this works so there is no and you know the example you brought up about the people who win the lottery i will say look even if even if you won the lottery in a way that it's impossible for you to lose your money Right? Let's say you have a continuous lottery coming your way for your entire life. You could be like putting your money down the whatever um, uh, the shredder and, and still not being able to, oh shit, I can, I can get rid of it. So even if that's the case, you have to, I, and I'm not going to get into the endless and, and uh, abysmal boredom level that you will find yourself in uh, let's just pretend that th that's not there but let's fast forward towards the end of your life what do you think your life was about you see because treating your life in such a way is an insult to the life that was that was given to you and that you brought forward forward forth yeah <laughs> because you take that you take that amazing gift and you turn into shit. You know, someone, yeah. someone give you like the most precious little puppy and you just kill it. You know, oops, died. 
I was training it not to. I was training it to be a vegetarian. <laughs> so, <laughs> you, you know what I mean. So, what do you think happens when you die? And and you know this might sound like an existential kind of question, you know. And of course, uh, for me, that has been a question that has been nagging me all my life, ever since I was a little kid. And I have explored, and I keep on, of course, exploring that in various ways. But this is what I understand. We are mind and body, right? And the mind part is like, I am including the higher, what we call the higher self, uh, which is the, the collective mind or however you want to put it. Because we are fragments of that sort of thing. You know, it's the, the higher self uh the the godhead uh, as as others label it that channels itself on all kinds of different expressions which is all the rest of us that of course we're meant to think that we are separate from one another but what happens after that body expires this is just a suit right i mean this this is not me being spiritual but every it's just common knowledge that thing expires and turns to shit, right? So what's left? If it's the body and the mind being fused that create this awesome little machine, what's left after that body part is gone? I would say it's simple math, the mind remains. Right? And because the mind doesn't live in th that meat, you know, jelly thing, that, as most people believe, it does. It doesn't. And anyone who's, got, who's done any rudimentary, you know, meditation or, or anyone who's had any ideas. I mean, where do ideas come from? Right? If, that, if, the, if your mind is closed inside this little skull prison, where do ideas come from? Right? We are antennas. How many times have you had an idea or, or thought of somebody else and that somebody else contacted you, right? We talked about synchronicities. Mm. How is that even possible if we are not antennas? Right? We're broadcasting and receiving at the same time. So if then that is a situation, when, we, when the body dies, the mind remains. And the mind is not like... You know, as some people think, well, you know, when I'm going to die, it's going to be like, oh, truth will be revealed. Ah, you know, and the angels will come down, play the violin. Dude, what do they play? Harps, <laughs> electric guitar, whatever they play. So they, they, you know, it's it's not like that, man. You know, as as a very, very wise person once told me, my friend, he said, death is no cure for stupidity, which is to say, when you die, when you expire out of this vessel, the state of mind in which you were right before you expired, you will be right after you expired. And that mind then will be subjected to all kinds of other influences. Now, of course, you might say that may go up against, once again, a lot of other religious beliefs. I'm sorry about that. But 
I mean, if you think, okay, let's just, let's just take that route for a second. If you think God, you know, Jesus, whoever, Buddha, uh, is, is going to cuddle you, you've been an asshole all your life. And by asshole, I don't mean like being a bad person. I mean, being someone who doesn't give a shit. He's like, oh, I'm just, I'm just a creature of comfort. Right? You haven't done anything to improve your mindset, to, to uh, do any firmware updates on your device. What do you think is going to happen? Do you think, you think God is going to be pleased with you? You know, because my understanding of it, my perception is like, you asshole, I gave you like a Hasselblad. Right? That's like a $30,000 piece of equipment. What'd you do with it, motherfucker? What? You took selfies once a month on, on the auto function? Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? The, the progress is inevitable. We are here. There's nothing you can do. You have no choice, my brother. You have no choice but to progress. Because uh, being on a road of zero progress is misery, is hell. It's something, it's like the worst nightmare. Not just now, but afterwards as well, you know? Why does they say hell is a place where all your dreams come true? You know, you can't, you can't stop that thing, man. We are, you know, as I say, the highway to, uh, not to hell, but <laughs> highway to progress. Update, constant hmm. updates. And you know, ironically or not, the more we do that kind of thing, the more exhilarating it becomes, the more we understand, we get it, you get it. You start playing the game for a change instead of like sitting back and bitching all, all day long. Oh shit, you know, that happened. Oh, this happened. Oh, fuck it. This, ah. Give me some beer. Um, the more you actually actually make some steps, Take the steps and start seeing results because you will. The moment you stopped allowing yourself, your mind, your mindset to loosen up and relax because it's okay, you tried, it's going to start producing results for you. And the results, you better be ready to welcome and be grateful for because this then puts you on a stepping stool, stepping ladder, uh, stairway to heaven. <laughs> See, I just mentioned two. And this is where we cut it. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Not highway to hell, but stairway to heaven. Uh, Boom. Yeah. What do you think about that? Magic. Um, so in terms of mindset, what we're saying is that accepting and embracing the mindset of always progressing, always moving forward to improve is the only mindset that we should have. If we're going to separate, break it down into, you know, the simplicity of it. It's the mindset that we are here to achieve, here to accomplish, here to grow, here to demonstrate that we're making use of this life that we've been given. Um, that's the mindset that we should always have. And when we come up against a, 
an adversity of some sort or a challenge of some sort. It's just accepted as part of the process. I need to get over this. I need to get around this. I need to find a way of solving this but because I'm on my way to that destination. It's a little bit like, I suppose, if we use the travel analogy, if, if I decided that I wanted to do a round-the-world trip and, you know, my flight to from Rome to Bangkok was cancelled because of some particular event. I can either choose to lie down on the airport in the airport floor and uh, and and cry about it and 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 whinge about it, or do like most people would do is okay. Well, let's see if there's an alternative flight, uh, or let's see if I can, if there's no more flights, then maybe there's an alternative way of uh, other form of transport to actually get me there. But you tend to accept the fact that you're in that kind of problem solving mode when you have those kind of scenarios and you, you know, you're never going to be on a, a flight path that meets exactly with every single one of your, um, your pre-planned um, scheduled time and date uh, flights that you, you're going to take. There's always going to be something in a journey like that, that's going to go wrong and is going to throw you off. But, rarely do people turn around and say okay i'm going back home because that flight was cancelled it's no how can i get to the next place and the next place and the next place so it's overcoming those challenges is what it's all about and i think embracing that idea that whatever we go for um whether it's to upgrade ourselves in terms of the job that we're doing or whether it's to upgrade ourselves in terms of changing career or upgrade ourselves in terms of building something that we um, thought that we would like to do, but possibly didn't think we could, but going for it anyway. Um, they're all reflections of the idea of um, this uh, achievement growth kind of mindset. And that's what we need to have in order to really live this life to the full. Absolutely. I love how you sum things up, my friend. <laughs> and it's a good thing you do because uh, the Lord knows half of what I say is not understood properly. <laughs> you do slip into Greek on occasions. Uh... Yeah. <laughs> Occupational hazard. Yeah. Or I guess DNational hazard. Yeah. So as we, we wrap this one up, any, uh, any final thoughts for episode 28? Mindset is king. And mindset is within your command to change and alter for it to function in any way that you want it to. Your mindset is your inner GPS uh, and it's your setting in your computer, in your handheld device, in uh, your camera settings. It's that setting that makes you the boss. Do not allow that to run on default. Do not allow the, the random uh, arbitrary solutions and keep on always um, moving forward pushing forward for your mindset to expand and by your mindset expanding 
I mean seeing the potential, seeing the next potential, seeing the next possibility. Because uh, if you can see, if you can perceive it, right? if you can perceive it, you can achieve it. Because perception of it is just a glimpse. It's just a little prophetic, uh, a little psychic glimpse into the fact that it's totally doable. Okay. And I hope that was enough. And if not, <laughs> if not, you can always book a private session uh, with me or uh, my friend Vincent over there. Uh, all right. So this is it then for to, for today. I am excited about this one. I feel good about it. Yeah. So with that said, there's going to be more ranting next Wednesday. Thank you for being with us. Thank you for subscribing to both our YouTube channel and uh, whatever channel you choose to receive your podcast on. Let's be careful out there. And don't let your mind kill you. Thanks for listening to Your Mind is Trying to Kill You with Alexandros Megas and Vincent Byrne. If you like our show and want to make sure that you don't miss an episode, then we would love if you would subscribe on Apple Podcasts or on whatever platform you're listening to us on. And you'd be doing us a big favor if you would support us by leaving a review as well. It would also be great if you would take a screenshot of this episode on your smartphone and share it on social media. So join us next Wednesday when we talk more about mind hacking and taking back control of your life. Until then, have a great week.
Absolutely. I love how you sum things up, my friend. <laughs> and it's a good thing you do because uh, Lord knows half of what I say is not understood properly. <laughs> you do slip into Greek on occasions. Uh. <laughs> Occupational hazard. Yeah. DNational hazard. Yeah. So as we, we wrap this one up, any, uh, any final thoughts for episode 28? Summing up this wonderful segment, I would like to say that uh, mindset is king. Mindset is your inner GPS. It is within your uh, parameters, within your freedom, within your prerogative it is within your functions to take it and make it whatever you want it to be make it a worthy gps not like a piece of shit gps make it take you exactly where you want to go and it will do that your mindset is that function of your mind that prepares the ground for what's coming you know like if you're making a if you're about to make a garden your mindset will bring in the fertile soil it will bring in the the compost it will bring in the moisture and it will bring in the primo seed and then you just put one foot in front of the other and be grateful for every day of achieving being on the path. You don't have to see major success in order to be grateful. If you haven't been derailed, be grateful. Is that gratitude will keep on charging, further charging that mindset device and it will keep on being perpetually stronger and stronger. So the more you step on this path, the more you walk it, the harder it will be for it to be knocked down because it gets more and more powerful every time you don't shut it down. Just like all your programs, by the way, they get more and more powerful every time they don't get uh, reprogrammed. They, they don't get, every time they don't get shut down. Every time you don't get rid of them. Make sense? Yeah. So with that said, there's going to be more ranting next Wednesday. Thank you for being with us. Thank you for subscribing to both our YouTube channel and uh, whatever channel you choose to receive your podcast on and don't let your mind kill you or be careful out there and don't let your mind kill you do it all one time and let's be careful out there and don't let your mind kill you have a good one all right Let's see. Shit.
Are you good? What? What? You good? <clears throat> uh, I'm. I'm good. I think I lost a bit of it. Uh, the the full res bit of it towards the end. Um, but the I was kind of saying nothing because we still had the Zoom thing, and then the fucking Zoom thing comes up and says you haven't got enough space, and it stopped recording. That's why I had to get you to finish it. So hopefully, with all the sticking plaster. Well, what, what you're recording is more important than what the Zoom is doing right now at this point. Because if we have the full recording, <laughs> it's not going to matter what the Zoom has done. Yeah, no, I know that. But my, my main, my recording um, stopped before the Zoom one did. Because it, it, it was saying that it run out of space. So, um, so because we didn't have long to go, I said, okay, let's leave it. And because you're doing most of the talking, it would be, it'll carry most, you'll have most of the footage anyway. So if there's a little bit you have to stick on the end for, for, from the Zoom bit, then hopefully that will work. At least the, the sound is clean um, because I was recording it separately on my phone. Mm -hmm. Well, that's perfect then. Yeah. Oh, uh, well, you know, I will be uh, upset if that doesn't turn into a re the real thing. But no, I think it will. I think it'll be fine. But there'll just be a little bit of patchwork quilting to be done. Ah, uh, all right, brother. Well, okay. we you, you've got to go painting now, have you? I know, yeah. Um, so how 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 close are you? Like, ne is it next weekend or the weekend after? It's the weekend after. Okay. So what, what have you got to paint the backdrop, is it? Yeah, uh, there's two walls. Okay. And, and of course, uh, I need to bring in two, what, a desk, a, a little table for people to be doing the little sign-ons and stuff. Yeah, yeah to, to write the checks. Write the checks. No, those are going to be like through Square, so they're not going to... I'm not accepting any paper checks. Okay. It's like, fuck that shit. Well, I'm accepting a paper check if they don't get any merchandise. Mm. <laughs> when it clears. Sure. Yeah. Um, and then I have to, of course, hang the pieces. I have to bring in all the merchandise that I have, which is um, large prints and um, canvas prints. So it's quite a bit to be done. Okay. But my mindset says, yes, that's awesome. It will be done. It will be done. But I'm really, I'm excited about what we did today because I, you know, it looks.